Crazy SM listeners all around San Marcos, all around Hayes County, all around the world. We have got a great show coming with you the next two hours. Some of the best of the local music here in the area. And I have got back in the studio Mr. Michael Husky. And uh, he's going to be playing some stuff. We're going to be talking about some things coming together, a whole bunch of great stuff. Hopefully have some people maybe calling in. All sorts of surprises for the next two hours, so stay tuned. We're going to be having lots of live music. But, hey, and I heard the ice cream man coming by my house yesterday. I was like, this is December. What the heck is the ice cream man doing out? It's Texas. And uh, so this was Michael Husky and Mr. Rob Frog Smith. Last time they were in here, it's almost about a year ago. Oh yeah, summertime, keep you cool. Summertime, baby, need something to keep you cool. Summertime, see, baby, need something to keep you cool. Better look out now, cause I got something for you. I'm your ice cream man, stop me when I'm passing by. I'm your ice cream man, stop me when I'm passing by. with you here in the studio and uh, my guest over here mr michael husky say hey to everybody hey how's, you, how's it going out there in radio land and internet land and wherever you may be in your <laughs> homeland and uh so we were talking off mic here while we were doing some mic checks and getting this ready we were talking about how he doesn't get to play 
accompaniment, you know, to his lead and back and forth. So he was kind of, you know, doing a little bit of uh, playing there. It's like, wow, I remember playing this. I said, yeah, that's what happens is, you know, when you're here, we record everything, you know. So, well, it, it, you know, the, if it wasn't that good, maybe I'll go on ahead and let it go by. Okay. <laughs> but out of the time that people are in here for one hour, all right, we're going to be able to get at least, you know, one to two songs from you. Generally, they're not the first ones. Everybody has kind of the warm-up song. Every now and then, it'll blow me, and I, I get a good first song. But generally, it's about the third, second or third songs, and even maybe the fourth song, that folks are then into their rhythm. They're comfortable, and they loosen up, and I get some really good live stuff that you're not going to have happen anywhere else. You know, and this is what we do every Sunday afternoon is you get your live show here in the studio. And uh, so Michael and I've been talking. He said, hey, I got some ideas on some things. We're going to be, you know, popping that around to you today. Um, and he's going to be playing some of his new stuff. And so why don't you tell people about what you're up to, where you've been since you were in here last year. Now, Rob, both drop that. Rob Bullfrog is out there. Uh, is he listening? Hopefully. He is listening, and uh, some prayers for him would be much appreciated. He's been having the roughest year of his life medically. Uh, bones healing now, which are nice. He had some femur issues and some hip issues and a little hole in his heart and all kinds of interesting stuff this year. So if you guys could pray for him, that'd be great. We're going to be playing again in the near future here, working some stuff out. But uh, he's at home recuperating and uh going to be calling in here in a bit or we'll be calling him however that works yeah we'll do one of the two we can figure it out yeah you know, we'll, we'll figure we'll, it out we'll talk somewhere in there we'll take a little break and get everything set up for those guys and i think we want to do that second hour right is what we're talking whenever about. uh we also have uh access to uh another uh pretty interesting guy who owns the heart of texas uh, records he's been at it a long time he's got some great stories old country americana stories also about uh my uh my uncle who Ferlin Husky, he recorded his last album at Heart of Texas Records, so he's a wealth of knowledge. He filled me in on some really cool stuff years ago when I contacted him. So what have you been doing, you know, since the last time you were in the studio, You've, you know, new stuff? Uh, where have you been playing? What's been going on? Really, live music has been the focus of my, my last, since I was in here, really, the uh, last couple of years, but um, just got off tour and uh, it's funny you were talking about uh, it only happens you know here this is you know kind of a one-time experience and that's how that's what i love about live music yeah. is uh there's a guy uh played a listening room up in iowa it's in the middle of nowhere his name is byron and he is an old deadhead who absolutely loves all kinds of music um americana particularly old country folk and uh He's got, you know, there's 500 people in this little town of Pomeroy, but he's got such a cool little venue that's, you know, attracting people from everywhere. Um, they're coming from other states and whatnot, and I had heard about him, and, uh, boy, he just treats you like a king. There's a lot of people on the road where you, it just makes it worthwhile uh, when people come in and they really appreciate what we're doing. And in a listening room, of course, you know, everyone's quiet in there. And, uh, so that was kind of funny. He's got a quote. The reason I say all this is, Live music only happens once, and that's Byron uh, from from Palm, from Byron's in Pomeroy, Iowa. I got to give credit where credit mm -hmm. is due. I think it's a great quote. I got to see where Pomeroy is. I'm almost dang sure I've probably been through it at one time or another up there. Tiny but it's, little uh, it place. It is small, but it sounds familiar. Yeah. And, uh, but the the neat thing about up there, and I've 
we have some folks that have been doing very well in Iowa, Minnesota, all across the area up there have been doing a lot of shows Mm -hmm. live. And you can come out from Chicago. You can come down from Minneapolis, St. Paul. You can come over, you know, you can come up from St. Louis. And it's like us driving to Dallas. You know, you don't think, oh, wow, that's a long ways. No, not really. I mean, we we do some great, you know, we go to places around here just to get away from, you Mm -hmm. know, and and you're still, it's just, hey, folks, everything's bigger in Texas. Remember that, you know, (laughs) and and just including the distance to drive to places. But it is a neat, uh, I'm seeing that more and more, and I'm hearing about different shows and people going up through the area there. Yeah, yeah, it's true. There's a a lot of people I met on the road this time that want to come down here and play. The funny dynamics with this uh, sort of economy, if you want to call it such, uh, is people that are playing around in Texas and uh, and respectively in Iowa don't have to leave their, their neck of the woods to be successful at what they're doing but they really don't reach as as many people as they'd like and they don't get the experience of you know playing with artists they wouldn't normally run into and so that's part of really what michael husky's americana roadshow is all about that we just uh had our <clears throat> our first show up in iowa with that where we got to feature if you guys want to check these guys out uh, they're hard to find some of them because not everybody's digitally proficient me being a late bloomer <laughs> in that department myself i'm still trying to figure all that out but there's a guy by the name of Luke Fox, and uh, you're going to have to look for Luke Fox in Iowa, and it's the bearded one. There's another Luke Fox that you'll find that's a little more uh, contemporary sounding, but he's an old country dude, <clears throat> amazing. Um, I call these guys bearded wonders. You know, you run yeah. into them where all the girls love him, and he's got that deep resonant, you know, country, old country voice. And another kid that I ran into, he's only 17 years old, Noah Mizell. Uh, he's already got the name, right? I mean, who doesn't? Yeah. It's just, no and he's one. got an old country. Well, if you shut your eyes, you wouldn't know yeah. he was 17. So running into them, it made me really want to get started on the roadshow more, featured them and some other friends and went, oh, okay, here we go. Well, we had an so. artist here, and I'm, the name is escaping me right now if I would have done my homework, but uh, he had, uh, it was just starting off. He came down from Iowa to Austin. And mm-hmm. he was, you know, throwing his hat in the ring, and he's been around the area here. And uh, it was 19, 20 years old, great voice, and you know, just taking a shot. Mm-hmm. And I, I love, wow, you know, Iowa. And we had folks listening in from up there on the on our internet, and you know, it's it just shows that no matter where you're at, you know, we can connect one way or the other That's with right. music. That's right. We do. And the old guys can teach the new guys. The new guys can teach the the old guys. And that's but that's kind of the way it's been with these old blues guys. And, you know, that was, uh, you know, look back in the day, they'd go down from Chicago, you know, or they'd be, you know, folks would go to Chicago or they'd go down to the uh, to Memphis, you know. And, hey, I want to I want to find out more about these guys. Mm hmm. You know, and and look at where that ended up taking us, you know, into, you know, Rolling Stones, you know, blues and, uh, you know, a lot of the, you know, Eric Clapton and all of the, you know, Crossroads, you know, where the heck did he come up with playing Crossroads? Yeah, exactly. You know, and it was because, hey, you heard these guys that coming up from the, the you know, this is the Delta Blues. Mm-hmm. So, um yeah, I don't know. I, I had it off down somewhere there, but uh, <laughs> I'll tell you what, though. Um, why don't we start off? Why don't you play something for everybody here? And uh, we'll, uh, if you if you want to do that. Well, we'll, 
in keeping with the uh, the homage and, and the deference to greatness uh, that came before me, I start every show with the same song, there and I go. tell some stories around that show to uh, to keep his his legacy alive. If you don't mind, I wouldn't oh, mind please. playing uh, Furlan's Wings of a Dove. Okay. Mr. Furlan Husky. Now, you'll probably notice he spelled his name H-U-S-K-Y, but actually, that's only part of the story. He had apparently some name confusion um, early on when he was listening to some people that wanted him to, well, you know, go through the system and do what everybody else does. So he started out with a name, believe it or not. My dad told me this today. I learned something new about him. Like I said, I mean. every other week, it seems like. Tex Terry. Can you believe this was his first? <clears throat> Ferlin Husky's first show name. And then he went to Terry Preston, which to me sounds like some Vegas lounge act. Yeah. In fact, Terry Preston here with you, babies. <laughs> yeah. He's out there swinging the, you know, sitting down on the top of the piano. Yeah, I yeah. can see that. Then he went back to Ferlin Husky, which isn't even his real original name. This is so bizarre, the story of his name. Uh, Ferlin, F-E-R-L-I-N, as actually a miss spelling of a pronunciation that his parents uh, said to the, the people who do the documents, Furland. That was his actual name originally, Furland Husky, spelled H-U-S-K-E-Y. Nobody knows this stuff. So what was Fairland? Was it like a family name? or I what don't know was... where they got Furland, but it's a very unusual name. And Furland's unusual too, but he just went, I'm going with Furland because it's on my birth certificate. Yeah. It's what people call me. And then he dropped the E and I heard it was to sign autographs easier, and I tested it out. It is. But then I heard so many stories. Uh, he had one of his uh, old bands, as, as my dad reminded me, <clears throat> was Furlan Husky and the Hush Puppies. So that sounds like a marketing idea, right, to drop the E. Yeah. But it is easier. And so I just sum it up at the show, and I say, well, we all really know why he changed his name, right, from uh, EY to Y, because... Old Uncle Furlan was a dog. Yeah. And this guy at Green Grove speaks up. He yells out, actually, from the front uh, table there. He goes, I knew your uncle. He was a dog. <laughs> this guy was like in his 90s, an old picker. So I went and hung out with him at the first oh, break and got fun. some dirt. But anyway, enough of the story. Uh, there's a lot more. Anyway, on the wings of a dove. On the wings of a snow-white dove. He sends his pure, sweet love A sign from above On the wings of a dove When trouble surrounds us Or when evils come The body grows weak The spirit goes numb When these things beset us he doesn't forget us He sends down his love On the wings of a dove On the wings of a snow-white dove He sends his pure sweet love A sign from above On the wings of a dove When Noah had drifted on the flood in many days He searched for land In various ways In troubles he had some But he wasn't forgotten He 
Jesus' enemy's love I'm the wings of a dove I'm the wings of a snow-white dove He sends his pure, sweet love A sign from above On the wings of a dove Now, Uncle Ferlin I barely knew you But you left us this song In a world gone wrong so now I beseech you Cause I know he can reach you Won't you ask him right now If he'll send down that dove Cause the world needs love More than ever before Won't you open that door And fly on down on the wings of a snow-white dove He sends his pure, sweet love A sign from above On the wings of a dove On the wings of a dove Michael Husky live in the KCSM studio here on Revolving Door on the 3rd of December, 2023. And uh, so this was your uncle. My his dad's name. uncle, my great yeah. uncle, my grandpa's brother. And that was his song that yeah. he, uh, he wrote. And well, Bob Ferguson knows. wrote it, and then he recorded it. And right. then a bunch of other people recorded it after that, like Dolly changed some of the words too. Yeah. And it's always interesting with the, the country songs and how they're redone. But look at Dolly now. Yeah. She's on, like, unbelievable, but she's on a heavy metal charts, okay? <laughs> you crazy? know, she's but she's doing these things. I don't know. I, I don't know what it is, you know. I, I guess uh, look at Johnny Cash, you mm-hmm. know, before he passed mm-hmm. away, right? You know, that he was doing some really dark songs. Yeah. That he was redoing and making his own, and now it's like, wow, Nine Inch Nails, you know? That was crazy. Yeah. Um, And I see Dolly doing that, and I guess I love where country music has gone, that now, 50 years later, here we are, 50, 60, 70 years later from a lot of these songs from when country started, that now we are trying all sorts of things, you know, and maybe that's age, you know? It, it's also the 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 nature of I think artists to be naturally uh, crossover to some degree. I don't know anybody that's purely one thing and only one thing. Like if you listen to any artist long enough, they're going to step outside of some box they've created for themselves. And I don't know what you want to call that new song they did, but it doesn't sound like the first one. And what is it? Is it now folk that we're talking about? Yeah. This is what we go into in the Americana Roadshow that we're doing. Because I ask people all the time when I'm on stage, what what do you know right now about Americana music as far as where it came from? What is right. Americana music sort of you know, derived from and its origins? You'll hear um, many different answers to that question. The two most popular I hear are, one, it comes from gospel. That was sort of the foundation yeah. for it, and that crossed over into, you know, the old, uh, you know, the old blues and folk and 
country, and then eventually Elvis came along and those guys, and it was rock and roll. And that's Americana, too. Tom Petty's Americana, but you don't think of it. Yeah. Some people think he's New Wave. No, he was never really no. New Wave. He was there before the New Wave. For he sure. was already starting, and that was his, you know, where he was coming from. But yeah. The, you know, and then you had, you know, Oak Ridge Boys, the Statler Brothers. Right. My father had records of theirs that he got from the church services. You know, that was back in the early 60s. Mm-hmm. They were coming around to these churches, and they'd all go see them singing the gospel stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, and, if you think about it, I mean, Furlan, Johnny Cash, and Elvis, who were all buddies, um, they were all gospel before they were, yeah. you know, their country and, 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 you know, folk slash. Even Rockabilly was part of that, right? Well, and they talk a little bit about that on uh, this show that we have every Monday night. Do a plug real quick here, since we're talking about Elvis uh, for the Mop Tops and the Kinks. And that is every Monday night here at uh, 9 o'clock, right before we have Vinyl Confessions. So check that out tomorrow night. But uh, I know we've got some experts here in town on Elvis, and uh, they're on the show, and they talk about this, um, that... You know, he a lot of what he started from was the gospel and the, the you know the rockabilly and you know and then this is what got picked up mm-hmm. by a lot of the guys overseas. You know they got into okay, so where's the blues? Where's this you know this crisscross of stuff coming out of the church? And right. but I, I still love even now. Gospel music has a crossover. It, it really does. We uh, had. Uh, uh, just uh, uh, last kissing alley that we had on the uh, third Thursday of November, and we were doing uh, Jordan Minor was here, and Jordan Minor has a gospel brunch that he does over at Green Hall, or not at Green Hall in Green at uh, the uh, Tavern on the Green. Uh, that's every uh, that he does on Sundays, but we had featuring you know the Americana, the country, but adding in the gospel music. So that day we had a show by one of our hosts called Uncharted Frequencies with Mitchell Blair on Thursdays. And he had a young woman that's uh, Texas State, a beautiful voice. And he had another woman that came in on the same show. And she, he met her over here singing while she was pumping gas <clears throat> wow. at, the, you know, at the gas station over here by Walmart. And he said, hey, I got a radio show. You want to come on? So... Yeah, had her come in. And it's the first time on the radio, but she's used to singing. She used to sing with a couple of the churches around here, but mm-hmm. she got singing. And uh, Desiree came in and is doing some acapella in the background. And we just have this, hey, Nikki, how you doing? And we have this great you know, thing going here for just out of nowhere singing gospel yeah you know and here this is this kid 21 years old he's got these people that he's bringing in to get new you know hey here's some new sounds here's some people that haven't been on the radio he's running with what we've done here with having the station yeah community radio you come in you can have an hour two hours we we man it you know we all keep an eye out for each other justin was there to figure out you know did you be in here yeah i know i'm I'm parking the car i'll I'll be there in a second just you know we got it and this is how this goes is that we look out for each other but i 
beautiful things happen here in the studio. So mm-hmm. um, I, I ended up going a long direction around there for you, but uh, it, you know, this is some great stuff. Oh man, you got to see this table that Nikki's bringing in next door. <laughs> Look around behind you here. And uh, you know, this is, we have these finds folks. Okay? Uh-huh, okay. I do stuff at the flea markets and this is going to be part of, uh, I'm sure she's going to be having some plants or some neat new stuff on it. Something cats, you know, she's got all these new cat posters, but <laughs> Nikki is our neighbor next door, daughter of the wild. I'll, I'll play that promo at uh, underwriter here in just a few minutes. She's still got the tag on it. Ooh. I know she got a deal. I know she didn't pay full price, but man, <laughs> I, I sorry to to diverge, but this is part of also having music downtown is that we are supporting local businesses and supporting others. So, KZSM.org. I'll tell you what. Let's take a quick uh, break. I know you were uh, checking in with some folks there, and I'll ch- and uh, we're going to take. Uh, Quick station ID break. This is KZSM LPFM 104.1, Sam Marcos, Texas. And Michael Husky is here in the studio. We're going to be right back with him. What's in the daily okay. news? I'll tell you what's in the daily news. Story about a guy who bought his wife a small ruby with what otherwise would have been his union dues. That's what's in the daily news. Read the latest news about KZSM.org, your true community radio station, every Sunday in the San Marcos Daily Record. Look for our call letters in the headline of our exclusive column. The San Marcos Daily Record has been serving our community with news, features, sports, and opinion for over 100 years. Pick up your copy at your nearest grocery or convenience store. To subscribe to the print or electronic editions, go to www.sanmarcusrecord.com or call 512-392-2458. Texas Preparatory School San Marcos invites all adults from the community for Walk With Us. Walk With Us is a twice-weekly opportunity for parents, teachers, and San Marcos community members to enjoy the benefits of walking together, engaging in conversations, building meaningful relationships, and strengthening the bonds that make San Marcos such a special place to live. Parents with children attending Texas Preparatory School can trust that their kids will be in capable hands while they enjoy the walk. To walk with us, please join us at 4 p.m. Tuesdays and Thursdays on our San Marcos campus, located at 400 Euland Road. Texas Preparatory School San Marcos is committed to its mission of enriching lives and empowering its community members. Walk With Us is an embodiment of this commitment. And I just want to say a Merry Christmas to everybody, and I sure really appreciate uh, being down here and uh, with Rob and uh, everybody in San Marcos and all the listeners out there, wherever you're at. Yes, Merry Christmas. That was uh, Stephen Griggs good many years ago now. Uh, I need to see about getting him back in the studio here. Uh, some real good uh, real good stuff there. And uh, I've got Michael Husky is here in the studio with me right now. And there's a lot of stuff going on. You're uh, going to be uh, doing some stuff up at Riley's after the first of the year we were talking about. Yeah, my, my next... Actually, I'm I'm playing in St. Louis and then in Iowa for the holidays, and then I'm coming back and I'm going to be down at um, a place in uh, Kima. You ever go down to the boardwalk down there? Kima, well, which uh, it's right on the co- it's like down by south of Houston and near 
Galveston. I mean, I've been down to Galveston. I've been there. T-Bone but... Toms. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> That's January 11th. If anybody's down there listening, would love to entertain you that evening. I think it's like 6 to 9 or something like that, but a fun place. Great steaks. Um, right there on the boardwalk or real near it, near it on the edge of the boardwalk. But yeah, Riley's, uh, boy, I, I met I met Joel at the Green Grove, another little hub of fun, and I really love playing there. Chris is great over there. Um, but uh, yeah, he invited me to come play at, at Riley's. Uh, we haven't set the date yet, but keep an eye out. Uh, Joel's awesome, and I, I don't know if you guys have heard his band, but check him out, Joel Hoffman Band. Uh, they're quite good, and they play around in a lot of different places here. And other, we'll do other yeah. gigs too. Well, this weekend, actually, the big one is we're doing our first premiere. It's right here uh, in, well, it's in Georgetown, uh, where we have uh, John Cavender from San Marcos, um, a recording artist and a local uh, phenom running around out here. Um, and then up in uh, Georgetown, there's a, another amazing singer-songwriter. He's working on his second album right now, and he's going to be playing with us up there, um, Andrew Blanton. Yes, Andrew's been here on the show, and yeah. uh, Andrew just finished up. He had for a, a while uh, over here at Cheatham Street. He had mm-hmm. a residency going on there on mm-hmm. you know, Thursday or Friday afternoons. That, so you ever uh, been up to Barrels and Amps in Georgetown, right on the no, square? No, I haven't been up there. Great no, venue, great. and just incredible. I fell in love with it at first sight. I mean, we could have as many as 200 people in there, probably 150 to 200 seated. Um, it's got room for 300 standing room only folks. So, and there are some tickets left there if you want to check in or you can, you know, DM me on any of my social mm-hmm. media feeds at Michael Husky music, if you Google search me, but, um, yeah, that's going to be fun. And then the cool part of that show, really what I love about these road shows is finding that young talent I mentioned earlier. Um, we have a kid who's coming up, um, who's going to try out. I'm not mentioning any names till they make it, but I'll tell you what he's like. Um, he's like a cross between Elvis and Johnny Cash with the jet black hair and a little bit of the angst as well, which is fun. So I'm at an open mic and, uh, he's going to try out and it's up to you guys when you're up there. Um, if you vote him on and what we do is we never have canned music at these roadshow events. It's a three hour wall to wall, uh, live music experience. So when we take our breaks, 15, 20 minutes, we have these young uh, artists come up mm-hmm. and then the audience votes them on to the next road show or off. And even if they're off, we stay with them for mentoring and all of that, just like Furlan and the guys did for Elvis and all those guys. We've got uh, out of here, John Kalunga uh, is going to be on the show. Oh, not too. Uh, we're trying to set something up. It may be before Christmas, maybe right after. And he is playing over in Buda. He's uh, mm. 18 years old, 19 years old, 18. And he came on the show long, uh, back when he was 16. And uh, David uh, Lopez uh, out here at the flea market said, you know, was mentoring him and teaching him and uh, was teaching him since about 14, 15. And uh, just David's an old blues guy. He's been around town. He's eighties, and he just he can he can do a mean lick on a guitar. But uh, I love that getting out there. And David sends me stuff, and John had got back with awesome. me about coming in. Great, you know. Like we said, here is whether it is opening up the microphones that we can have 
young people come in here for their first time here on the radio, or whether it is talking to the folks about, hey, who is somebody that you're mentoring, that you're working with? Who's this new young kid that's coming up? You can mention their name. Get it out there. We saw mm-hmm. one. I went to an open mic at a place called Roots, which is kind of kitty corner on the square there in, in Georgetown. Great, great little area. You can walk around with open beers from venue to venue in Georgetown. I had no I felt like it was in Thailand. You know, it was just a whole nother experience there. But um, I went in and had some pizza at Roots, and um, there it happened to be an open mic night, and I happened to have my guitar with me. So like, great, you can play. I was like, no, I'm really more interested in who you got here because I'd like to invite him over mm-hmm. for the you know the uh, December 9th show at, at uh, Barrels and Amps. But anyway, um, this kid shows up, and what a voice! You know, he plays basic guitar. He's going to learn more. He's getting yeah. better at it. But boy, his voice was right there in the pocket, and he's already writing at the age of 20. See, that's when I can get some good folks in here that have been writing, you know, and that already, you're right, when they already have that down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the guitar playing will come. It will come. And he held us, you know, you're not supposed to do three songs at this particular open mic at Roots up there. And uh, we wouldn't let him off stage till he did four. And it was it was uproarious, you know. So I'm like, hey, you want to come over? He's excited. So okay. he's he's going to be one of those contestants. I, I mean, you could just give him a pass all the way through. Because if they can play two songs, so you, you do a golf clap for the ones you want to go, all right, nice, but let's hear the next guy. Yeah. That's, you know, that's the need more mentorship circle. And then they, we all do always, but those need a little extra. And then, you know, uproarious, you know, responses, you get a second song and that's the max and you're in the winner circle. And then yeah. it goes from there, but he will be in that circle. And I believe the kid coming up from uh, New Braunfels will be too. And who knows who else shows up? Girl jumped was, on the stage, literally jumped yeah. on the stage when I was playing. I was doing a solo act at Barrels and Amps the other night, and she jumped on the stage and asked if she could sing because I have it. I always have, not always, but often I'll have an extra microphone and guitar sitting there for anybody who wants to come up and jam. Yeah. And this night I did, and it all you know set up. And she saw it, and I, I'd called out, we got any singers out there? She didn't even wait. She just ran to the stage and okay. jumped up on the stage and started singing. And it was a pretty funny story. So hopefully she shows up, too. She's got a <laughs> nice voice on her. <laughs> I love We had out at the uh, San Marcos Flea Market up here at Wonder World today, we have folks that listen to the show know that we do karaoke up there not real great karaoke but we do karaoke okay it's the fun of it it sure is right it's just going and trying something you didn't know you ever notice how much we root for those people even more than it could be it could be a star that's on the stage that we all love but if you get somebody like what dave grohl does at his concerts you know he pulls those people out of the audience and stuff we root for them. We want them to be successful. Well, there was uh, some young kids. Uh, you know, I see young kids, you know, students, 19, 20, 21. Mm-hmm. And they were going around looking at stuff. And we got uh, kidding about that. Uh, uh, he was doing some shake or something like that. I was calling out to him across the, the parking lot there. And I, I said, oh, man, you know, that's uh, I said, you have got that down for doing uh, David Byrne. You know, from mm. uh, Stop Making Sense. And he was like, and he started doing it and everything. And he <laughs> turns out that he's a big David Byrne fan. And he was uh, talking about that. And I said, hey, 
Well, we got uh, karaoke going on over here if you want. Yeah, well, go on up and do something. So sure enough, he did. He went up there and he did once in a lifetime. And he started shaking and doing all that. And he was, he was like, wow, and not too bad. He did it pretty good. You know, well, David Byrne does the in the going back to the old videos. OK, and it's this kind of a. Uh, a wave, a body wave, I guess is what it is. And he was able to nail it down. But he had everybody cheering him on out there. Here was, this was his first time doing this song, karaoke, you know, just out the flea market, but he got up there. And I love when people do that. Uh, so, well, you want to, uh, got another song you want to roll for folks here? And then we'll come back and, um, I'm, I'm probably going to do a couple people we've been talking about. I want to find some music uh, from them while we're rolling here. Uh, but let's. what do you got for us next, Michael? Well, um, a couple of years ago, uh, my grandmother, who's now 99 years old, she pulls out this letter that uh, my biological father had written to her seeking acceptance for his life. They never really got along real well, and he was estranged from me as well. But uh, in that letter, he's describing uh, what he found that changed his life. And uh, is that good enough for you is the basic question in there. And, and meanwhile, she's handing me his old worn out Bible. This is a couple years after he passed. And uh, we had a moment. And this song mm -hmm. came out of it. It's called Daddy's Worn Out Bible. So since we're in the Christmas spirit and we're uh, talking about Americana and the origins of it in gospel, uh, one more for you. Daddy's worn out Bible told the story In a letter to Grandma he set her straight he said, by the steady hand of Jesus, I am saved by his ever-loving grace. And Mama, don't you know you are the same? And I know you want me to be the way you want me to be And I know you want it to go The way you want it to go But mama this life has a funny way I just know I'm right where I belong Daddy's worn out Bible told the story Some fish just gotta swim upstream And I know you want me to be the way you want me to be. 
want me to be And I know you want it to go The way you want it to go But mama, this life has a funny way kind of way I came before him In a worn out way I fell to my knees The memory will never leave me I hope you listen and I hope you see We all see part where solos happen so whoever's coming here it is for you Daddy's worn out Bible told the story In a letter to Grandma he set her straight Michael Husky here on Revolving Door, your local music connection every Sunday night from 5 until 7 o'clock. And that was one story, personal story, about uh, Bible that is a strange father had left in the letter that Grandma gave him afterwards. And, uh, yeah, sometimes you can have those really poignant times. They come to mind to write a, a song about. Then other times you can just come up with something fun, right? Yeah, yeah, there's lots of fun ones. I mean, and I'm not saying that wasn't a fun song. Don't get me wrong, but, I mean, you know, that had this, the more serious overtones. You yeah. know, as you're you're playing, you can see that, you can hear it, you can feel it. Yeah. Yeah, and it's kind of our question. I think a lot of us have of our elders. You know, we want, we do want to gain acceptance from them. Of course, we rebel like he did, like we all do, and then eventually, <clears throat> we kind of come around and go, well, "Wait a minute, how long are you going to be on the planet? Maybe I should be, I should be trying to, <laughs> you know, earn some respect from you that I maybe didn't give you." It's interesting, you know, as a, you know, as a parent, I've got uh, two kids, I've got uh, some stepkids, you know, and it's, as I've gotten older now that uh, my son's birthday, happy birthday, Matt, out there, and just in case you're listening, uh, uh, and uh, he's 27 this year, and um you know, they, they, there comes a time when they start to come around and ask the stories. And that's where the holidays, I'll be going up with my daughter who's 31, has a four-year-old 
uh, my granddaughter and get to see her for Christmas. And they just baptized her yesterday in the Catholic Church and got to see the videos there. And so I'm really looking forward to that time as she's getting, you know, four and a half and getting mm-hmm. to be five and growing up. And, you know, there's those times that you want to have. And I think that's when the kids start to come back around. You know, when they have kids or as they get older and, you know, that's the times, you know, here I am in a whole different point in my life now, you know, where, uh, wow, I remember when I was 30 and my dad was, you know, going up and he was starting to get older and, you know, uh, uh, my kids were little and uh, didn't really get to spend as much time. My, my older daughter remembers a little bit of time. My son doesn't. But those are the times that they regret or that they want, you know, as, as the times get older. So it's different looking at it now in a different perspective from where I was when my father passed away to it. Now that I've got my kids and I'm getting older and they're, eh, eh, dad's health's not as good as it was. I don't know. You know, it's like, no, guys, you got me for a little bit, but, uh, yeah, let's take advantage of it while you got me. For sure. Yeah, so ah, just different perspectives in age. Hey, let's take a quick station break here, and uh, we'll come on back, take care of some bills. Or, well, not bills, but just take a break and let every, you guys know what you are listening to and what's going on. This is KZSM.org, KZSM, LPFM 104.1, San Marcos, Texas. Glad to have you along with us on this December 3rd for Revolving Door. This is Rob Burke, your host, Michael Husky, and we're going to be right back with you uh, here in just a minute. Um, Justin James Bridges that helped me out tonight starting off. He's going to be playing live over here on December 9th at the Rail Yard, and 10%, excuse me, 10% of the proceeds from that are going to KZSM, so it is a fundraiser for us. So uh, go out and check this out, December 9th at the Rail Yard. What's up, San Marvelous? Y'all ready for a free show with vendors, raffles, and giveaways? JJB Productions and Modern Day Hip Company present Justin James Bridges and Friends live at the Rail Yard, Saturday, December 9th, 8 p.m. to midnight, with special guests Ricky Vicetti, This Is Temporary, Magic Rap, DJ Sunset, and more. Sponsored by Miracle Leaf, Mystic Mug, Dip Devices, Green Skylines, Kit Massage, and 104.1 KZSM. VIP packages available at Eventbrite or JJBMusic.com. We'll see y'all there. Stop this crazy thing. You've been listening to my groove box. I'm Carlos, so this is Carlos's groove box on KZSM.org. Wednesdays from 2 to 4 p.m. Central Standard Time, San Marcos, Texas. Y'all. How many roads must a man walk down? Before they call him a man Listen, speak, and learn from the many different voices of our diverse community. Join us from 7 to 8.30 p.m. on the second Thursday of each month for Voices at the Table. This free series features guest speakers from different cultural groups in our community with the aim of building awareness and understanding of different perspectives and experiences. You'll hear from racial and ethnic groups, religious and spiritual groups, LGBTQIA, and other marginalized populations. Voices at the Table is brought to you by the San Marcos Unitarian Universalist Fellowship and meets at First Christian Church, 3105 Ranch Road 12 in San Marcos. Bring your questions and engage in lively dialogue. We'll see you there. 
CCSM's neighbor, Daughter of the Wild, is a local gift shop with an assortment of treasures from tropical houseplants, handmade jewelry, home decor, and much more. Curated and designed by local artist Nikki Rayanne, new stuff is coming in daily. Stop on by. 218 North Guadalupe, 78666, Wednesday through Saturday, 11 to 6, or Sunday, 11 to 4. As always, y'all, stay wild, support local, follow the bubbles. Get you what I can Coffee and a donut To get you through your day Dodging every pothole I pass along the way I'm your Uberman I'll get you what I can in the domain One more flight of stairs is gonna drive this boy insane I'm your Uberman Well, I'll get you what I can <laughs> Walking in and thanking God for bringing me home safe Drops fell crashing down, raindrops hit my face I'm your Uberman, I did all that I can Andrew Bland I like that. I'm your Uberman. KZSM.org. True Community Radio. And okay, we're going to get that one. Lately, this has been... And that was Andrew Blanton when he was here. That was who I was... That Uber driver song. That's one I, I picked up when he was here live in the studio. So we were talking about him being up there, uh, you know, for this uh, event that you got coming up uh, in Georgetown at the Barrel... Barrel and Amps. Barrel and Amps. Why the heck can't I get that one yet? I know. I should have it's that one. one. There the, we go. It's what I call one of the... This is our Gold Mines of Texas Music Series, and it's one of them. And uh, we're trying to keep that gold mine going. Yeah. Um, okay, Rob, do I have you here? I'm trying to get um, on here. There we go. Rob, do I have you? I would like to talk more about that, because there's some yeah. story there that people need to hear about this place. Okay. I'm going to do this. Rob, can you hear me? Yes, sir. I got your voice on there. We're going to do Plan B here, real quick. I, I, I do have this. I got this. Rob, go on ahead and talk to us here. 
shout out to Michael's family. Okay. You know, they, they seem like wonderful people. Can't wait to meet them. Well, and uh, when are you going to uh, when are you going to meet them? What's uh, so? What's the situation here? <laughs> okay, and uh, well, I'm. But then again, maybe this is a bigger and better that you've got a lot more coming at you. Okay, so uh, you know who knows what you got ahead of you this next year. I just can't. <clears throat> I just can't have enough to where it keeps knocking me down. <laughs> I gotta quit these falls. That's the problem. Well, understood. You know, don't fall. There you go. And, uh, <laughs> Amen. <laughs> so, um, so what? What are you doing during your recovery? I mean, are you? Uh, what are you doing right now? Are you you coming up with new songs? Are you you practicing or what? You know what's going on with you? You still with me? Yeah. Okay. With you. Going back, Rob. What have you been doing uh, here during your downtime? Well, uh, like I was saying, there were three specific events last year. I broke my right hip. Uh, I blew out my aorta. And and then I uh, fell and had a, a fracture to my left femur. That's carried me all through the year, and I'm still in rehab, but it's given me a lot of practice. Time to practice and think and write down and summarize all the events in my life. And, you know, people hand you a business card in the, in the music business, and they'll say, singer songwriter this or that well i never proclaim to be a singer and uh i don't write songs i write experiences so i call myself a storyteller and it just cuts all, all the pretense out of it because this is me this is my life these are things i did or have knowledge of and uh you know they fit well in a song that way because you're just talking about yourself or people you knew and along the way. And it's like that song Michael was talking about, Lake Travis, that's, uh, you know, lots of rumors out of there on Lake Travis, and I was born and raised there. So it gave me firsthand advantage. And uh, it was about, oh, Lake Travis, about a group of smugglers that, had a crazy pilot named Red as a, a, a Vietnam leftover. And he'd done enough drugs in his life. Every time he talked, smoke would come out of his ears. <laughs> so, you know, that guy couldn't see straight with either eye. But he could damn sure fly a plane. Or so what I heard. Until one night, he was so tired of everything he just dropped a big old bale of that stuff right through the boat sank a, a 40 foot houseboat man <laughs> so what so would he about that night when red red had enough he said dump them bales i don't give a damn and one went right through the roof through the galley right through the hole and you know that was it and it sits on the bottom lake traps it sits in 110 feet of water what it used to be it's a bit drought 
<laughs> so, Rob, how did he, what was the deal that they would go and fly and drop this off in the Austin area at different places? And he just, that was the time that he just went in ahead and dropped it where, you know, oh, he man, didn't know? specific spot on Lake Travis called Arkansas Bend. And uh, a lot of deep water in that area. And they dropped these 25 to 50 to 100-pound bales of marijuana out the plane. And uh, you could hear the plane motor coming. And one guy get up on the roof and start flashing a searchlight up and down, usually about 2 or 3 in the morning. And then he'd come in and make three or four passes and drop all those bales out there wrapped in plastic like they were. They just popping it bobbing around like fishing corks out there and the guys would grab them with grappling hooks and throw them on the boat drive them up to the trucks and take them on to lano <laughs> yeah it, it reminds me of like uh what smugglers blues right you know back in uh miami and everything yeah uh that i don't think i've heard this story yet that was that's pretty cool <laughs> oh it, it's a it's a great it makes for a great song. Uh, I, I had a lot of fun with it. Yeah, the next time we come on together, you got to bring that uh, that CD oh, with yeah. you. Will do. Yeah, for sure. So has there been some music that you've just, you know, been playing around with while you've been recuperating or anything, or uh, you just okay. kind of kept it down? No. I've, like I said, I've been writing thoughts and ideas and summaries for many more songs and uh, the ones that I have written now I've got to get music to and that me I'm not a musician you know I'm just I play my harmonicas and uh, I go along with it like that but I got to find a you know a beat that I can play with and usually it's the blues so what do you mean you're not a musician? I, uh, when did this one change? That's what I thought we, just, we had somewhere. We just heard him on air well, playing harmonica. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, uh, yeah, okay. Well, I've, I've fooled around with these little things for many years. And uh, I've never taken a lesson or anything. So I don't know if I'm doing right or wrong, but I can make the same sounds. <laughs> Uh, well, and if you can do it to a beat, I guess that's the other side of this, you know. And, and yeah, if you can make the same sounds uh, over live, and everybody can keep up with you then, I guess. Yeah, well, I was I, I always did good at, at these uh, open mic nights, and I would be the stand-in art player if you wanted one. And through my life, I've listened to so much country and so much blues that, you know, I pretty much know where the song's going. I hear that first 12 bars, and, oh, well, I know where you're going next. You know, <laughs> and here we go. And every now and then they want a bass vocal in there. So. And it sure didn't stop Willie and Billy from loving them and recording uh -huh. them and taking them oh, on well, the road. And... Billy, <laughs> Billy and I were extremely close. His dad, well, I love him to death, and I'm glad he's still kicking. 
Hey, Rob, hold on just one minute. I'm going to do a quick station ID. You're listening to KZSM.org, True Community Radio, KZSM, LPFM 104.1, San Marcos, Texas, 78666. You're listening to Revolving Door uh, for the next hour. And I've got on the phone here, Mr. Rob Bullfrog-Smith is uh, with us here. And I've got in the studio uh, Michael Husky. And we're talking about uh, the last time when he was in and the fact that Rob has been having uh, doing some recovering this year, but You've got these shows that we've got oh. coming up, some great stuff planned here with Michael and uh, that's coming up out here. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'll tell you what, I, I'm extremely pleased to uh, have honor of meeting Michael. He and another friend uh, I met pretty close to the same time, uh, <clears throat> a kid, hey, just amazing. And who was that kid? Who was that kid that you met? With an amazing amount of instrument. Yeah, he's 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 like I say, he's only twenty four, but he can outplay people that have been playing all their lives and in their fifties. You know. Are you talking you know, about Connor? So yeah, I'm talking about Connor. Yeah. What's Connor's last so, name? I don't remember. But you know, he's struggling like the rest of us just to get A and B together. You know. So he was asking you, what uh, was, do you remember Connor's last name? Montoya. He's really good. He plays, right. uh, he's playing in a couple bands, I think. And yeah. so he's going to be playing with you guys? or No, we, we just... played together, the three of us, at different uh, times and, okay. and played a gig, yeah. one or two gigs together back mm, last year. Yeah. All right, well, good. Yeah, and I'll tell you what, this Americana Roadshow that Michael's putting together. Uh, I, I want to see him do good with that. Uh, that that would translate well back up in the Midwest and uh, where his roots are. Yeah. Well, and folks, you know, you're hearing about it right now. It's about this Americana Roadshow and uh, what's uh, starting off, I think, to be something pretty big. And uh, we'll see. Well, Michael's got the right idea. I mean, why not? It's open, and uh, you get the 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 the. Uh, I guess I'm looking for the volume of of different home music. I mean, people that aren't famous uh, that you know play around, but they play good, and you get that kind of group together, you can carry that all the way to Canada and back. Oh, Michael, do you ever remember? I mean, not my, no, sorry. <laughs> Rob, uh, I'm looking at Michael. I'm sorry. Uh, uh, do you remember uh, Louisiana Hayride? You know, we were talking. Oh, yeah. Okay, so we were talking. I've got, we've got a book over here. I'll just show you a little later we got, yeah. uh, that we, we have. We've got a little library over here that I keep for when people come in and, and hang out. But the history of Louisiana Hayride, you know, give everybody you know, what you guys remember of this and why that's so important when we're talking about Americana and the roadshow. You want to start, Rob, or you want me to? Well, it's up to you. I mean, you go ahead. You got probably more on this than I do. I'll I'll fill in whatever gaps you might not even leave. <laughs> well, thank you, but no, I'll, I, it, as long as I can talk, you might get yours in first. But, <laughs> now, back in the early '80s, Billy and I were writing our <clears throat> country rock rap, 
back in 81. And I, I've got a couple of songs uh, that Billy and I wrote together. And I got to get them recorded so that I can give them to Willie. Uh, if he gives them the stamp of approval, great. If not, well, okay, that's fine too. But the songs, you know, he did that album, Me and Paul, or that song, Me and Paul. And uh, I did a song called Billy and Me. And uh, it's, it's a takeoff on that in a lot of respects. But it lists the nights, right? In Austin, there used to be a, a bar here called, uh, uh, oh gosh, it was off of Lamar. Anyway, <clears throat> it was a biker bar. <laughs> and we were in playing uh, during the rest, you know, when the band did their 15 minutes. Well, we'd get up there and play. Well, <clears throat> we didn't want to play this one. And Billy wanted to find a dance. So they turned on the jukebox, and Billy went all around, couldn't find anybody to dance with. So he gets up on the table and says, well, nobody wants to dance. Who the hell wants to fight? I grabbed him off that table and almost got through that front door before that big glass pitcher of beer hit my side of my head. And I woke <laughs> up two hours later on the curb outside. Because, yeah, you know, and you learned it. What lesson did you learn from that uh, pitcher of beer hitting you on the side of the head? Uh, to be a little faster next time. <laughs> I thought it was duck when you were in a biker bar in uh, off of Lamar. Okay. <laughs> yeah, buddy. Yeah, it was. Uh, uh, I don't. Oh, hell, I don't waste too much time trying to remember the name now. Anyway, that's all right. I, but I like the story. This is what we we talk about here on uh, Revolving Doors about the stories. So, do you want to talk about Louisiana Hayride? Because uh, you know we, we talked about that oh. real quick. Well, y'all go ahead. Go ahead, Mike. Well, I'm still learning more and more about it, but it was uh, kind of the feeder for the Grand Ole Opry uh, back in the day. And uh, Uncle Ferlin, uh, I've got a poster that my cousin sent me of uh, Elvis opening up for uh, a bunch of people, including Uncle Ferlin and Farron Young. Oh, fantastic. And it's, yeah, it's a pretty cool little poster. And... uh, it tells a story that a lot of people don't know about how Elvis was mentored by Ferlin and some of these other icons of the, uh, of that era. And, you know, he didn't know exactly what he was going to do yet. Uh, he was hanging out in those blues clubs in Memphis and he felt like he had something else to do, but he wasn't sure. Nobody knew what to call it yet. Uh, and he was not a country guy, but he could sing country and he did sing country, but he, he sang, you know, gospel and then straight to this Elvis style that nobody could put their fingers on what to call it. And uh, but everybody was really enjoying him and they thought he had something going on. And of course he did. And uh, that was that was where he he got uh, note noticed was at the Louisiana Hayride Furlan too. And, uh, you know, all of them, Hank Williams, uh, all those guys, you know, it was a pretty big deal to come through there and then get sort of promoted on you know, in their, in their music life. But I, I was uh, remembering a, one story, and I can't remember what group of guys it was, but, I mean, talk about faith. We were talking about earlier, 
uh, you know, these gospel origins of Americana music. There was one group of guys that were uh, coasting in. That place was in a valley, I guess, somewhere, and they'd run out of money and run out of gas, and they literally were out of gas, coasting into that valley town, come to a rest at the place they were doing that gig, and uh, literally out of gas. Got, en- got enough money to fill the tank and eat a meal and head on to the next gig. And that's the way it was back then, you know? Yes, sir. So, uh, yeah, lot, lots to talk about there. Um, in fact, I want to learn more about it from, we've got a, another friend that's, uh, that's going to be, uh, he's actually going to be calling in here in a minute, or we're going to call him in a minute, yeah. same way we did you, who is uh, Tracy uh, Pitcox, uh, the uh, owner of Heart of Texas Records. <clears throat> and he's got some great stories. Um, he actually, that's where Furlan did his last album, uh, was Heart of Texas Records. My goal is to do my first album with with Tracy, and uh, he's he's got some amazing stories. And we'll, we'll find out more about the you know what he knows about uh, Louisiana Louisiana Hayride and all those other things we were talking about earlier. Well, hey, uh, Rob, great you know to hear from you. I'm glad you're doing better, and uh, you know we're heading out of 2023, heading into 2024. Brand new year for you. Look forward to seeing you out there playing, and uh, want to get you back in the studio here next time. You're, you we can get you down here to San Marcos, okay? Uh, well, I certainly appreciate it. Uh, uh, hopefully, I'll be walking again. <laughs> so we, anyway, thank y'all. We we wouldn't time. expect anything different than the, than you walking through the doors, okay? You got it. All right. All right, it's a done deal. We'll see you soon, brother. Hey, Michael. Uh, love you, brother, and you be safe, hey? Will do. Give I that lady a big squeeze. over here. Give Jan a big squeeze for me. Will do. He All need right. to get over here. Will do. All right, my brother. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. Hey, thank you, thank you uh, for having me on. I appreciate it. Oh, thank you. And uh, Rob Bullfrog Smith here on the uh, studio uh, line. And thanks, Rob. I'll, I'm going to uh, cut the phone off here on that one. And uh, we are here. Tell you what, why don't we do one um, here in the uh, studio? Let's do something live, okay? <clears throat> All right. It's all been said, you know it. It's all been done. There ain't nothing new under this here sun. Except the way you look at me with those loving eyes. I know you can see. Yeah, you can see. Shining sea, and it don't matter much about yesterday. Tomorrow's dreams, you know, they're coming true for me and you today. Yes, they are coming true for you and me today. People talk a lot about it, but sometimes the words 
They just seem to get caught in the way But you and I both know that No matter where we go This love shall be gonna light the way home Yes, it is gonna light the way Yesterday, tomorrow's dreams, you know, they're coming true for me and you today. Yes, they are coming true for you and me today. Well, here we go again, round that burning flame. You know the one. Deep within Baby, you know And I know We know This love is Never gonna end Now And it don't matter much about Yesterday Tomorrow's dreams You know, they're coming true Michael Husky, yes, those dreams are coming true every day, right? Truly. You know, and that's all. You just have to dream a little bit and think outside the box. And And stay up all night working. I get you eventually, okay? You know, it's, uh, yeah, this is the guy here from the radio station that'll probably be out of here until about two o'clock tonight. Um, but it, it's faith, you know, and that's what we were talking about, you know, and the, the phone call there is the, the guys that coasted in. And whether it's just being faith with being a musician or anything, you know, a lot of times that's it. You just have to do it on faith, and, you know, it's the dreams. And uh, those dreams will come true. That's right. Okay. Well, we're going to take a quick station break here and uh, come right back to you in just a minute or two. And we're going to make another phone call and uh, get a few things lined up. But, uh, folks, you know, while we are talking holidays here, um, and, yeah, I've got these uh, sheets I forgot to put back up on the wall. It fell down last night. Um, We've got uh, coming up. Uh, it, it, not coming. It's not too far down the line. Here is that the fifteenth of December is our final deadline for getting toys in here to fill our window. And you see, our window is filling up with toys, but we got a long ways to go between now and the fifteenth of the month. So that's only twelve days away. Yeah, twelve days of Christmas. No, folks, don't bring me in any partridges in a pear tree. Okay, <laughs> but uh, we do have twelve days of Christmas. I go into 12 days of Christmas is a whole nother thing, okay? That is actually 
you it's after if you go into that sometimes folks but it's the days after christmas the 12 days you you know christmas day is the first day of christmas really and then you've got the 12 days uh leading up to uh the uh, feast of stephen and uh there's a, a whole story behind this but the neat thing about that is about giving somebody a gift every day well guess what we can give gifts to kids every day and just come down Drop us off something here, folks. Find something that is an unwrapped new toy. For these kids that are at the Southside Community Center or through the Southside that are getting relocated, getting rehomed with their parents, they're, they're, they're in transit. They're out of, a lot of them are living out of cars or they're living out of hotel rooms right now. Anything matters. Anything is something back in their hands to make Christmas something special. You can do that. You can have that power. You can dream like we've talking about here. Bring down a gift. We're going to be here all night long tonight. Come down to 216 North Guadalupe uh, and drop off a gift or come by any time and uh, drop something by the door here. We've got the box out here pretty much throughout the week. So come on down. Help this. This is the fifth annual Metal Mark Toy Drive here that we're doing at KCSM. Take a quick station ID break. Be right back with you. Feelings of warmth, family, friends, and loved ones gathering together and creating memories to last through the years. It's our hope here at KZSM that you'll invite us into your home, your car, and your gatherings, and let us become part of your family traditions. Our local programming features many holiday specials from the hosts that keep KZSM running and you entertained. While we share our passion and our love for entertaining you, we hope that you will share your love with us as well by hitting the Donate Now button located at kzsm.org. True Community Radio. Right here, right now, folks. Here for you. Frank Zappa's had so many books, so little time. Quiet, Groucho Marx observed, outside of a dog, a book is a man's best friend. Inside of a dog, it's too dark to read. Quiet! To find out what others think about books, join Priscilla Lancelina on Tuesdays at 4 p.m. on kzsm.org when she hosts Bookmarked, a program for real book people. Quiet and dog! On the radio, this is the Sweet Honey Bear Blues on Tuesday at 8 o'clock. Till 10 o'clock, you got me giving you what you just didn't know you needed. Get ready for an exhilarating and unforgettable voyage on Uncharted Frequencies, hosted by Mitchell Blair, founder of MB Air Productions. This incredible show takes you on a musical journey like no other. Immerse yourself in the mesmerizing melodies and mind-blowing music of San Marcos. 7-8-6-6. Musicians as we celebrate their boundless talent. From soul-stirring singers to virtuistic instrumentalists, we're bringing you a symphony of sensational sounds that will leave you spellbound. Don't miss out on this extraordinary expedition into the heart of musical genius. Raíces, con su locutora, Kathy Lara. Nuestro pasado, nuestro presente, y nuestro futuro. Unirse a la conversación. Escuche las historias. 
cada domingo a las 7 aquí en su radio comunidad KZSM en San Marcos, Texas. Hola, si tiene ganas de escuchar música en español, júntense conmigo cada domingo a las 8 de la noche por Música con Ganas aquí con el tío en su radio comunidad. Compartiré con ustedes poesías, música de mi juventud, música contemporánea y ojalá música que le dé cálidos memorias. Cada domingo a las 8 de la noche aquí en su verdadero radio comunidad KZSM. Some of the shows that we've got coming up here a little bit later on tonight, uh, Raeces and uh, Musica Ganganes in Espanol, just a wide variety. You know, folks ask about, okay, what do you guys play? And I said, it's just whatever. It's community radio. And it is, and it's eclectic, but it's done very well. And it's reflecting all of the different uh, folks in the community, the different voices that we have uh, generated here locally. So, uh, and, you know, this is, you know, we're talking about doing more of this uh, with your show that you're wanting to put together, you know, taking this on the road show and mm -hmm. getting that so that we've got this uh, live and that we can do this, you know, uh, possibly some things there. I just, I'm not quite ready. We just got us up and on the air here. I got to, I got to, and I'm going to take a break over the Christmas time, but we're going to come back afterwards. We're going to do some stuff after Christmas by getting that on. But uh, do you want to introduce our guest here, Michael, that we've got on the air right now that uh, is now on the phone with us? Excuse me. Yes. Uh, <clears throat> now, I was doing some research um, it must have been a couple years ago, and I came across uh, Tracy Pitcox, who was on the phone here of uh, Heart of Texas Records, and that's the last place that Ferlin uh, recorded. He did his last album with Tracy, and uh, of course, you know, it's hard to find information on, on Ferlin, um, and I'm still learning, like I mentioned, uh, like on a bi-weekly basis, I'll learn something new about him. Tonight, I'll probably learn something from Tracy about him and, uh, you know, some of the people that Tracy worked with. But I really enjoyed our conversations, and uh, we've had a few in, in the last uh, couple years since we met on the phone. And I do intend to get out there and bring the road show to him. We were talking about that as well um, and, and, you know, further his cause of helping other artists and some of the great things he's doing out there uh, where he is. So that's pretty much, uh, I don't know, the best way I can introduce Tracy. I've... I, I'm going to turn it over to you because we, we've got a little bit of a workaround here, so I'm going to shut up and uh, see if we can dial in the sound for, for him. Well, Tracy, what, you want to uh, go off of that a little bit? about? Uh, tell us about, you know, your... Uh, well, I tell you, it's uh, great to be with you guys, and certainly thank you for, for letting me be on your program tonight. Great. So tell us a little bit about the record business uh, here locally. Yeah, you know, we started the started Heart of Texas Records in 2000 uh, was the was the, uh, the year that we started the label, and, and we we really kind of wanted to focus on some of the more legendary acts that may not have been recording at uh, at that particular time, and so we were able to do a lot of records from a lot of the, the greats in the business, uh, people like Hank Thompson, and Johnny Bush, and Daryl McCall, and uh, Curtis Potter, and Tony Booth, and George Hamilton the fourth, and we just recorded a lot of a lot of records. I think we've done over eight hundred 
hundred projects since uh, 2000. And of course, as you mentioned uh, in your introduction there, Berlin Husky was one of those artists as well. We did the last record that Berlin ever had. So we were very excited about that. Well, so out of all of, you know, when did you start the uh, Heart of Texas record label? When did that start? And how did you get involved in that? How did you say, yeah, I'm going to go out and just start this record label? Or was it something that just kind of fell in your lap? Yeah, you know, I started as a disc jockey when I was I was 15 at KNEL Radio in Brady. And I had a love for traditional <laughs> country music at that particular time. And and then we started promoting some shows, rounding some different acts down to, to Brady, Texas. That's where I, I, I live. And um, and started, started promoting some shows and different things such as that. First uh, big show I ever booked was Kitty Wells and her husband, Johnny Wright. Uh, that was back when I was, I guess, 18 years old. But uh, so from there on, I just kind of got a little bit of a relationship with some of these folks. And actually, I was, I was trying to get a record label for a, a, a another artist and everybody I talked to label wise they all said the same thing that they were they were uh, too old and they wouldn't sell any records and I just didn't believe that I just didn't believe that at all because I knew that there was still fans of all of these artists out there and that these fans were wanting to hear new music from some of these great greats and so my buddy Justin Trevino and I talked and I told him I said well nobody else is going to do it uh uh, we'll just do it. Justin had a great uh, ear for recording things, and so uh, all the stuff has been done pretty much by Justin, produced by Justin, and we tried to uh, promote it uh, after it came out. So it was kind of more out of necessity than really wanting. I never wanted to have a record label, but it's that nobody else was doing it, so why, why not give these guys another voice, you know? Well, and I, for folks to get a little bit of a reference point, Brady, Texas, when you were there, about, what, 25,000 people? Yeah, you know, Brady's a small town. You know, Brady's uh, there's only about uh, 7,000 people right. uh, in, in Brady. <laughs> and so it's a very small town. But, you know, we have the recording studio there, and we have the part of Texas Country Music Museum there. And, and uh, we've uh, a lot of our artists actually live there at, uh, Daryl and Mona McCall live there. Uh, Pretty Miss Norma Jean from the Porter Wagner Show. She lives in Brady. Oh, hey. And oh, Heather hey. Miles and uh, Justin Trevino, they all live there in Brady. So we have kind of a, a traditional country music colony right there in Brady, Texas. <laughs> well, and for folks to know, Brady is just to go north from Fredericksburg, headed back up. But, I mean, you're out in the middle of nowhere. I mean, really, in a yeah, lot of ways. It, it, it's actually it's the geographic center of the state of Texas. It's the heart of Texas, and so uh, it's it's right right in the middle. So wherever we're going to work, we worked uh, uh, in Burton tonight. We had uh, Daryl McCall and Nona McCall and Tony Booth and Doc C and Jimmy C Riley uh, all in Burton tonight. So uh, you know it's kind of in the middle of, of the state. So wherever we're going, we have a, a good chance of, of getting there. So as big as Texas is, it's kind of nice to come back home to the part of texas every night <laughs> well tell me something you know as you are talking about these older artists that are coming back and re-recording do you have new artists that are starting to come there that are coming to play with them that they're mentoring we, we've been kind of a theme tonight has been talking about the older artists mentoring the new ones some younger people that, that love the traditional stuff that are doing the traditional stuff and and uh, they may not be on the on the radio all the time and, and that sort of thing. But like like I mentioned, Justin Trevino, he's 
he's uh, you know one of the younger guys that uh, loved the stuff, and he's a great in traditional country, and and uh, we appreciate what he's done. Uh, there's people like Landon Dodd and, and Rocky King and, and uh, Jeff Woolsey, and uh, a lot of these guys that, uh, that that are really doing the real kind of stuff, and are, are and they've got fans. You know, we just played with an 18-year-old steel guitar player. And, uh, his name is Jack Phillips. That kid, from the time he was about 10 years old, he's been following all this great music, and he's one of the finest steel guitarists and fiddle players that there is. And it's neat to see some of the younger people in his age bracket that love traditional country music. You know, there's people always talk about how dead it is. Well, as long as you have people that, that are young and can love it and people that uh, come out to the shows and people that produce the music... It's never going to die. Well, and I guess that's part of that is getting that traditional music, and they've got to make it their own, and it is part of Texas. Uh, and so uh, look forward to uh, getting some more of those folks out there. Um, what's some shows that you guys have coming up uh, that you know of that uh, people need to go out and check out? Yeah, you know, right now we're right in the middle of our Christmas shows, and, and they can get our whole schedule at heartoftexascountry.com, which is heartoftexascountry.com, and it has all of our schedules on it. We're going to be in Lano, Texas on Saturday, this coming Saturday. We'll be in Seguin on Sunday. The following weekend, we're working two shows in Snyder, Texas, on uh, Friday and Saturday as well. And then, of course, we have uh, New Year's Eve stuff going on in, in Brady on the 30th and 31st. But all of our schedule is at uh, partoftexascountry.com. And do you know off the top of your head where that one is in Seguin, since it's right down the road here from us? Yes. You know, Michael asked me about sharing a, a, a Furland Husky story with you, and I'll be happy to do that. We were up in, i tell you this funny little story. We are up in Wisconsin working a day with Furland, and uh, it was a big, uh, big event. There's people there everywhere, and, and it was uh, one of these pop festivals where all these artists were, were singing pop songs. And, of course, Berlin had pop hits as well as country hits. And after the show was over with, Berlin was ready to leave. And there was all these people there that wanted his autograph. And, and he said, you got to get me out of here. He was, he was a little nervous. You know, he said, you got to get me out of here. And I said, well, Berlin, all these people are in front of you. I said, they want to uh, they want your autographs and everything. He said, I said, I don't think you can get away from them. And he said, well, grab my hand and, and take me through the crowd. And he's wearing his white tuxedo. And so I grabbed his hand and I start taking him through the crowd. And all these people are trying to stop him, you know, trying to get his autograph and everything like that. And in uh, and, and, and his loudest voice, he yells, I've got the diarrhea. I've got the diarrhea. <laughs> and the entire, and the entire, the entire crowd that was there to get his autograph, it split just like Moses, you know, split the waters. And uh, I was able to walk Perlin right down the middle of all of them. And we got him out of the crowd, and he was able to go and, and rest a little bit <laughs> by using the diarrhea line. So that just tells you what kind of a, a funny guy, but a sincere guy Perlin Husky was. <laughs> so there you go, folks. You know the story now. Oh and. Michael is sitting here, Tom. He is just, he is red, laughing up at this one. I don't, he did not expect that story to be no, coming out tonight. No. And he told me, he said, I don't know what story we're going to hear, but I know we're going to hear a good one. And uh, so I appreciate you coming well, through my, for radio. My, my favorite, my favorite Berlin Husky story is the diarrhea story. I'll tell it till the day I die. So. <laughs> 
But you guys, I appreciate you appreciate you letting me be with you tonight. I hope that y'all have a great night, and and uh, just thank you for including us, and thank you what you for what you're doing for traditional country music too. And one more time, tell everybody about the website, and because uh, yeah. I want people to go and check out. If you're you know you're going to be down here next Sunday, a week from today, right down the road here from us in Seguin, Texas. That's right, in Seguin. It's going to be our Heart of Texas Christmas show. It'll feature uh, Daryl McCall and Tony Booth. Uh, Dotsie will be there. Mona McCall will be a part of that. Justin Trevino. It's just going to be a great show. That's going to be at the Texas Theater. That'll be at 3 o'clock on Sunday mm. in, uh, in Seguin. And uh, there's tickets for $20 or $30. Uh, and just a great show. And it's going to be at 2.30 in the afternoon. So you can go in the afternoon and then still have time to do something that evening or get home early and, just a, a really good show, and you can get tickets uh, at the door or get them in advance at uh, the, the Texas.org or go to our website, heartoftexascountry.com. That's heartoftexascountry.com. And man, I really appreciate you plugging it and appreciate what you guys do for, for traditional country music. No, I appreciate you being on tonight on Revolving Door here out of uh, San Marcos, Texas. And, yeah, that is going to be the 10th, which is a week from today, uh, yeah. down in Seguin, Texas. So, And, uh, Tom, thanks for coming on and talking about Heart of Texas uh, records. And uh, look forward to the shows you got coming up. Thank you very much. Yeah. For sure. Come visit us in Brady, Texas anytime, okay? All right, folks. And yes, Brady, Texas is out there, but there's some history. And I'll tell you some more on that one later on. So, Tom, thank you very much. And, you know, you've got the, uh, uh, with it being the geographical center of uh, Texas, but you also have the Music History Museum there, too. That would be great That's to come right. see. Exactly. Come see us. Thank you, guys. Y'all have a great night. All right. Good night. Thank you very much. Bye-bye. All right, and we're back here in the studio. Um, and let's go ahead. Okay, just I'm getting everything set back up here, making sure I'm good to go. Um, Michael, do you want to do a, a live one here for everybody? Or yeah. well, now that he told the Furlan story, yeah, um, that one I've never again never heard before. <laughs> um, boy, that was funny. Um, <clears throat> here's one for you. Now, a lot of people don't know this. Um, Tracy does, and anybody who knew him did. Uh, he had an alter ego named Simon Crum that eventually became, well, it was the inspiration for Gomer Pyle. The story I've heard is whatever wife he had at that time thought they should cash in on that, and Ferlin really didn't care about that. He, I think his attitude was, what did you want again? I, we got plenty of money. You know, imitation is the best form yeah. of flattery. But it was a goofy character that he'd come out, he'd bring it out. He did it on the Grand Ole Opry. He did it on his own shows. And he literally wrote a song with this character. And multi, he used multiple voices of that time, copying, you know, uh, Ernest Tubbs and copying literally Kitty Wells with this thing he would do the vibrato on his vocal cords right, with right. his finger and, and he could do it. He could, his voice was so incredible that he could sound like anything. And, um, so there's one song that he actually took all the way to number two on the country charts, uh, with that campy kind of approach. And it's called country music is here to stay. <clears throat> I'm hoping that anybody who's in a band might pick this one up and uh, turn it into an anthem with me. I, I I'm going to be playing it, uh, solo here and with the road show and then, Hopefully we can get uh, Joel uh, and, and uh, the, the folks over at Riley's 
uh, when they they asked me to come out next year. So hopefully we can get this one done and, and together and turn it into this anthem. So here it is in its raw, very short. It was a very short song, but we can extend it for the stage, of course. A little more country western, a little more maybe Texas style. More and more every day, I hear more people say, country music that's a kind for me. Yeah, that's the kind that's so sincere, and to me it's been so dear. No other kind could take its place, you see. Can't get enough of that wonderful stuff I don't care what people say Other kinds may come and go Including rock and roll Good old country music's here to stay here to stay Well they call us everything for the way that we sing But I don't care what they say or do doodle do Songs of all sorts But country music's from the heart And son I agree with you I can't get enough of that wonderful stuff I don't care what people say Other kinds may come and go Including rock and roll But good old country music's here to stay A good old country music A good old country hey A good old country music's here to stay It is one of those little ditties. I like that. Uh, and now uh, that was uh, your uncle that uh, wrote that one. He did. Simon Crum got the credit, his alter mm-hmm. ego. Yeah. But it went to number two for a few weeks. It was not the same that I just did it. You'll have to look it up on YouTube. It's it's different because he was making it into this campy, uh, you know, song where he was impersonating probably for. Four, four or five different artists of that era. And you were not going to try to do this uh, little... Yeah, not that, jumping no. off that cliff tonight. A <laughs> <laughs> couple more beers and out where we're not being recorded. I got that one, Michael. Hey, I, yes. Here, I, already, I did make one mistake in that song. It's, it's something I just started goofing around with recently, and I'm bringing it out on the stage. But... You know, it's back then. They're short, the songs were so short. I'm, I've been working with it to try and you know give it another minute because it's it's about a two minute song. Yeah, and oh, those were the, the that's how those songs were back in the day. Yeah, you know, two three minutes. That was it. Three minutes was. Yeah, you did three minutes and a half. You were long. You know, that was it for the AM and uh, whatnot. You're looking for something. There you go. <laughs> I, I thought you were looking. It's like I got two phones sitting here, and uh, I knew yours is which way. Uh, KZSM, this is uh, Revolving Door. Rob Burke, your host here with Michael Husky, and this is the third uh, of December, twenty twenty-three. Um, let's take a quick station ID break, real quick, and uh, we'll come on back. Um, I'll tell you what. Let's. Uh, I'm going to do the break. I'm going to uh, go into uh, Joel Hoffman. We were talking about uh, Joel yeah. Hoffman Band. If you haven't caught, this was off his uh, last album that he had, Shop Sessions. And, uh, yes, you can catch him out there at the uh, 
Riley's, uh, not the one on the backbone, folks. Riley's over here in Hunter, Texas. The famous Riley's. Well, there's two Riley's. Okay, and they used to have... Uh, I thought it was New Braunfels, technically, but it's, it's not. It's Hunter. It's no, Hunter. It is, Hunter. It is okay. technically Hunter, I Texas. That. that is their... Uh, there's a post office out there. It's small, but, yeah. uh, you know, but it is... Uh, that's the, oh, they also, have a, also, anybody who wants to go onto my Instagram, just look up at Michael Husky Music. A, uh, at M-I-C-H-A-E-L-H-U-S-K-E-Y-M-U-S-I-C, of course. And <laughs> if you dig down through a few posts ago or reels ago, you'll see I, I started to explore Riley's. If you haven't been there, it's an amazing place. Yeah. I did a little, couple little videos featuring it, one at nighttime and the train's coming through. I like the nighttime one. I saw that on Instagram yeah, that you fun. had. I that like that. That place is cool, and the people are super sweet over there. Oh, yeah. yeah. And there's a little bit of history. Now, you know the history of that with uh, San Marcos, right? Well, I just know that it was the first bar opened up after Prohibition in the state of Texas, and maybe at least one of the first throughout the whole country. Well, and it was because he went down there, and I mean, he literally just camped on the on the steps of the the um, you know he was there overnight, oh, camping on okay. the steps at the the state to do that. But okay, you had Comal County was a wet county. Mm. And Hayes County, where we're at here, is a dry county. Now, from downtown San Marcos to Hunter, okay, it's 12 miles, right? And what would happen is it was this little dirt road going on down the old King's Highway and winding went on out there. And folks would go from San Marcos would go out across into Guadalupe County or they'd go over to Comal County. And so you had a very famous uh, Texas, uh, well, it was when it was Southwest Texas Teachers College. And you had this future president named LBJ. Mm -hmm. So if you go right into Riley's, sitting right on the right, that was LBJ's chair. Wow. That was where he sat. And he would go out there and have his beers and come back in because why? Because Hayes County was a dry county and you couldn't have that until the 1970s. And, and the women then, couldn't drink inside yet. Oh, yeah. Open, yeah. That was that was another one. Uh, just all the craziness that we had around here. So ah, let's uh, go on ahead because we're going to run out of time if I don't get yeah, on with Joel, this right? here. We're going to listen to Joel. This is uh, 80 Proof Heartache uh, Office Shop Sessions. I'm waiting on the train to carry me home No more troubled hours, no more time alone I'm waiting for the man to take me by the hand So I can go audition for Heaven's Country Band Tammy and Patsy too Lefty and Hank Williams Moan in the blue I can't wait to see All of heaven's country stars And hear them all sing In their good old heartfelt song They'll be wailing, bucking paycheck Singing when the teardrops start Real country music that comes from the heart Oh, I just hope I'm good enough To sing on heaven's stage And be with all my heroes And sing Amazing Grace 
Well, I hear the train a-coming It's rolling round the bend I can feel his presence I'm ready to give in I'll tell him all I'm ready For the music to begin And take me up to glory Where salvation never Carry me home No more troubled hours No more time alone I'm waiting for the man To take me by the hand So I can go audition For Heaven's Country Band So I can go audition For Heaven's Country Band Joel Hoffman, and uh, we're talking about you're going to be doing something out there uh, at Riley's Tavern in Hunter, Texas. Yes, it's down from New Braunfels, folks. It's uh, but it is considered Hunter, Texas, and it's its own mm-hmm. little place out there. Um, and I love, you know, I've been going there for years, and I always love just that's honky tonk. That's Texas honky tonk right there, a little yeah, bar. So. Um, Got just a few more minutes here. I've got Michael Husky in the studio. We want to get one more live one in. Michael, you want to say anything else? Because I'm just going to kind of fade out of the live one here. And do you want to say anything else uh, um, that folks need to know? Just uh, we're going to be previewing some uh, quite a bit of new music <clears throat> at the Roadshow event uh, up in uh, Georgetown this this Saturday. Um, and this is a you know a unique approach to the show. Uh, that we hadn't done in Iowa that we did informally, uh, but now we're making it formal where it's really a competition as much as it is a road show. So it's real interactive with the audience. Uh, at seven o'clock, if you're an artist that wants to be considered for playing at the breaks during this, we're not going to, we're not going to do any canned music. It's going to be live music all the way through. So show up at seven o'clock up there and we'll get you a tryout. And, uh, if you, if you pass that judges panel, you'll be, uh, up there doing at least one song, and if you if you get the golf clap uh, from the audience, well, consider that. Let's go back and rework some stuff, and you know it's not the end of the road. Where you're always going to have good mentors around you if you want them, and uh, then if you know they give you an uproarious uh, amount of applause, then stick around, do your second song. That is our max you know number of songs per artist, and that puts you in the quote unquote winner circle for continuing on with the road show. And uh, that means you might even get to play Riley's. We don't know. We got Joel and I got to work out more details, but uh, I'll be playing there, and hopefully we'll have the roadshow over there too at some point. They got a couple stages, so. Uh, but that's the fun part for me is seeing this young, these young talented guys and, and young ladies come up, and <clears throat> we're gonna have an old Nashville guy who's recorded, and he's a great guitar player. He wants to dust off uh, the guitar and come in and see if he can get up there and get two songs uh, through and join the roadshow too. So it's always audience uh, participation and what they want to hear that, that we respect. Um, this song I'm about to do, I don't even know what to call it other than the name that it got, which is, um, which is, uh, <laughs> Hey Faye. I was sitting in New Braunfels Coffee where I sometimes would go in and practice and there was a girl behind the counter named Faye who was telling me she was about to move to Florida after graduating from college and uh, it was one of those free flow moments I didn't have anything recording uh, it uh, but somehow a song was written immediately and she got the whole song as it'll never be done again 
And I opened my eyes at the end, looked up, she was shedding a tear and she said, how'd you do that? And I said, I didn't. They come through us. And uh, it was her song written by, uh, I believe God, uh, you know, love, uh, that which is the muse, whatever you want to call it. Uh, but the hook stayed with me and the chord progression stayed with me and I turned it into a song that's uh, similar and also in respect to my good buddy Adam Steck who's a producer out in Las Vegas, his mom, kind of a second mom to a lot of people, her name is Faye so it gets, she gets the, the credit for the spelling of the name because I never asked the girl how she spelled her name. We'll see if I can do it. I haven't played it for anybody yet so uh, we'll see how she comes out.
Michael Husky here on Revolving Door. Thanks for coming in tonight, Michael. That Thank was you, great. brother. And uh, we'll have you having some more coming back in again. And uh, join us next week here. We'll be back again with you. Not sure who I'm going to have in the studio uh, next week. Uh, let's see here. Oh, my phone's not cooperating. That's always the way it is when I need to. But uh, KZSM.org, True Community Radio Bureau. And uh, coming up right next is Rice. Thanks for tuning in tonight, folks.